Wind River, that one, that one was special to me because I wrote that one in the Wind River territory. And like I said, I've been traveling, right? But along the way, um, my blood mother is from uh, Ethidy area. So all the years that I've been traveling, my heart has been so attracted to this territory because I've like, I've always, my mom passed away many years ago, but I always had this pool, this draw. And I remember driving through here a few years back before I actually lived here and seeing the Wind River Range and seeing the mountains and seeing the territory. And I just remember just like, I remember being emotional and just like, this is like, I remember saying to myself, this is actually where my heart belongs. Super nice to talk to you. Purely Land Diego podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Jordan. I'm Amara. And today we have Christian Wallowing Bull and Fia. Yeah! We're so excited. Thank y'all for coming out. We appreciate yeah. it. Of course. Yeah, thanks for having us. I I don't know. <laughs> I knew. I mean, it just kind of like made sense. I knew that I wanted to get you, man, because yeah. you just released an album. I saw you at Riverfest. You just Won had the Wyoming singer songwriter competition. Yeah, you just yeah. had you like the opening at Land Art Center, like, yes. and we were just—it's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, it's been a crazy year. It's been like, yeah, it exploded in my face. So it was like really, yeah, it's very unexpected, extremely humbling, especially to be representing Lander in Wyoming. Yeah, and it's been—I have not slowed down really. I mean, it's like just released the album October 18th so a couple months ago and I'm already writing and starting to record the next album it's been like one thing after another but I feel like there's this momentum that I have that I've I don't know I'm just trying to ride the wave right now so so cool yeah it sounds like you've been there just about every step of the way yeah <laughs> actually no we haven't known each other only a couple weeks oh for sure and uh yeah, I just moved. Um, I was living in Jackson for five years, and I just moved to Dubois. And so I was in Lander. We met, and um, it's been really cool watching him just over two weeks, like, working so much. And um, I was supposed to go see my family for Christmas, and uh, and that didn't end up working out because COVID. And he already had a bunch of work done and working on new songs. And um, he got the idea for the video we've been shooting the other night and just kind of got obsessed. And so we took care of most of the footage yesterday and that's yeah, so cool it was really fun so, yeah. so what's your creative process like in in that aspect like did the idea just come to you and you knew exactly what you wanted to do had it been an idea that you've been mm. thinking about for a while yeah I feel like I'm always like um I feel like I'm always thinking of too many ideas at once it's like I'm always thinking of the next thing like I mean I just released an album October 18th just had an album release party and it's like all right, the idea would probably be to rest or whatever, but, like, for me, I'm just, like, there's so much... I feel like there's just so much stories and things that have been packed into the years of, like, my especially, like, younger life and, like, with the momentum after... Especially after the competition being recognized as a songwriter and, like, having a community now where I know so many people who are fellow songwriters and, like, pushing material out. I'm, like, I, I just want to stay in that place and keep that momentum of, like... 
I just want to keep putting material out. I think it's so important for artists to do that. I also believe in like taking a rest, but for me, this the season, the holiday season, has probably been the this year especially. It's been um, a lot easier to like just kind of form something as far as music and working on a music video because a lot of my family is actually in Montana, so. But I've been in Wyoming, so we've kind of just been doing my own thing. And we started working together and collaborating. And the day and age that we live in technology-wise, like, it's like, oh, I want to shoot a video, so I'm just going to do it today. You know, it's like I have a few days off, especially, like, holiday season. For me, it's just, like, waking up. And like she said, it was, like, the other night, I was like, I want to shoot this video. And I had this idea. Literally, the next morning, I woke up and just started shooting. It, yeah, it was just like we just spent the whole day, literally, like, three or four hours. And just were just, like, I had all these ideas, and we just started... We just started doing it. And the thing for me is like, I have to, it's almost like I have to stay in that creative process. And um, I, I don't know, it's just, it's healthy for me. And it's fun and it keeps me motivated, especially in the winter season. Because even culturally, especially for native people, the winter season is uh, a favorite of theirs because it is a time where they like slow down their pace of life, their pace of living, where there isn't as much hunting and things like that. And it's a season of storytelling. That's that's historical. So for me, I feel like I carry that tradition as like, um, I've had this momentum at the end of the year, especially with uh, the competition, doing all of that and like falling into this, this like kind of deeper winter season, end of the year type spot. I feel like this is where like, I, I feel the most creative. In a cabin, <laughs> and like just writing, you know, and it's like I'm able to shoot a video. And I don't know all the things. It's been for me the creative process has been like having just having space alone. And it's like what better place in the world than Wyoming, you know, cabin in Wyoming. It's like yeah, wild. So it's, it's true. Been, yeah, it's been it's been fun. Yeah, and pretty much from the minute he got in there, he's like scoping out all the lighting. Like <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, this window and right down here by the floor, that's a good spot. Yeah. Everywhere and, I go. Everywhere I go. <laughs> yeah, and all the different times during the day, and he's like, okay, we got to shoot the lights good. So it's just like a very natural part of his like daily life is just paying cool. attention to all those little cool. things. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's probably kind of annoying at times just because I'm no. like, I feel like I'm always like in this, like, I don't, it's like a director's mindset where I'm just yeah. like, I'm like everywhere I am, I'm always picturing or seeing or, I don't know, even for a song, like this is a great idea for a song. Like we should, like we could shoot a video here. Um, the last 10 years, I spent a lot um, traveling, just kind of just traveling. So I've been all over the nation. Again, with the technology, like the things that we have, it's like you can literally have a studio in your pocket now. So it's like for me, carrying that, I feel like that was just kind of like my release into like even wherever I've gone. Like I've literally recorded in vehicles. Like like if I'm on the road and I'm in a vehicle and like I got nowhere else to be, that's sometimes the best place to record, you know, because it's like you got no outside sounds. You know, you do, but it's like if you're in more of an isolated place, the vehicles works really well. Like, I've recorded in cabins. I've recorded in hotels across the nation. Um, like, my first EP that I released is called uh, Warrior. And those songs were, like, in, like, a random bedroom somebody I was staying with. And then I finished it, the, I think, the last song in uh, Montana at my family's house in a random bedroom. But it's just, like, the fact that I've been able to, like, just pick up and carry my studio with me. It Like, that, to me, it's wonderful received a lot, lot of support from the community. And so that's definitely a big motivator, especially part of the process is like, people are always reaching out to me and like, you know, uh, what is it looking like as far as music, album, things like that. It's just, it's very encouraging to like have people constantly reaching out to me and 
Um, supporting the music. I mean, it's been it's been the craziest year of my life. <laughs> the craziest That's year. Dang. Awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, yeah. So take us back a little bit and tell us about your musical journey. Like. When did you first discover that music was something that really fed your soul? You know that that yeah. was something you wanted to pursue. <laughs> so when I was a when I was a little kid, I first started. I think I had to have been like eight, nine, ten years old, and I I actually started music by being a drummer. From that age, I think until like fourteen, I was like set on just being a drummer, a standard kit drummer. And to me my boy's mentality was just like a, like being a drummer is the coolest thing in the world and any every other instrument is stupid <laughs> i thought i thought i don't know where i got this from but singing was just for girls and i'm mm-hmm. like i don't want to sing and my mother would tell me all the time she was like you're going to be a great singer she would just tell me that because uh well when i was earlier teens i got a lower voice so like i had like this that awkward stage but it happened really quick and then I had like a nice talking voice I guess you could say this is just what people would tell me and my mom always told me you're gonna be a great singer and as a little boy I was like I don't want to be a singer mom singers for girls you know all this this (laughs) thing and uh and somewhere and and also within that within that uh age range um one of the first people I always I always talk about is uh Superman I don't know if you guys know Superman he's a Native American artist Mm -hmm. so he's actually my cousin and uh, we oh, kind of wow. we grew up like right in the same area. So he would come he would come to where my hometown, which was Lodgegrass, Montana. He's from Crow, which is like 19 miles, so from where I grew up. But anyways, he was already kind of big doing doing reservation tours and stuff. Um, not as big back then, but he was he was doing a lot. I'm like 11 years old, I think, and he would come to town and do shows, and I would see him, and I would hear his music. And I was obsessed with his music, so much so that I wanted to be him. It was like, I wanted, I was like, I want to be a Native, Native American rapper too, and I want to be this big hip-hop star. I really did. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so I remember he would come and do like workshops. And so my writing actually started by writing rhyme and like poetry. And so like the, my lyrical realm and understanding came from like the hip-hop genre. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I was so obsessed with this guy. And this guy is such a beautiful human being. Um, he would actually, he would, like, like pick me up and take me to his house and, like, record lyrics that I wrote to a beat or something like that. He would record them for me at his house. So, like, I would hang out with Superman. And one time he took me on tour uh, up in Browning, Montana, actually, with him. Took me on the road. And I'm, like, I think I was, like, 12 or 13 or something like that. I'm so young. We played for this school. We sang, did a show. It was the very first, first show I ever did. And I remember I was so afraid and so nervous. I actually, when it came time and they handed the mic to me, I froze up. And it was like really awkward. <laughs> so like I totally choked up. So and, relatable. Yeah. So relatable. And I'm like so young though, you know? And I'm just like, in Superman, I was like, oh, it's all good. I think I had to be like 13 or something, 14. I was really young and so embarrassed. Um, but that was the start of like all music for me. And that was the foundation because it wasn't until later, I think I was about 15 years old, that this idea for guitar and singing just kind of like fell into my lap. I don't know what it was, but I, I do remember waking up one morning. The only person that I knew in my household at that time was my sister, who uh, the only person that I knew that played music, really, guitar. She she did it for a few years. Um, I just woke up one day and I remember after having like this 
this like mindset on like being a hip hop artist or like this full time drummer. It was like a switch had flipped in my mind. I don't know what it was. Um, something was just like released. I don't know what happened. But anyways, I woke up one morning and I went to my sister's, my older sister, and she had an acoustic guitar. And I was just like, I want to learn how to play guitar. And I remember like those words coming out of my mouth because like, like my whole life up to that point was like I just wanted to be a hip hop artist or a drummer. And I don't know why, but I had like this craving for playing strings. Hmm. I never played before. So anyways, my and I just asked her, I was like, can you show me like a couple chords? And she did. I think it was like like very standard chords, you know, C, F, G, or you know what I mean? What everybody first learns. So I, um, from that day on, I had my hands on a guitar for like two years straight. I didn't miss a day. I was with the guitar everywhere. And then um, my mother, she bought me a guitar for my birthday. I think it was like that following year. So my very first guitar was a Black Ibanez. Uh, it was a cheaper guitar. Um, I just became obsessed with the acoustic guitar. And I remember like, um, my learning was very unconventional, very unorthodox. I like, I didn't, um, I didn't go through theory. I didn't go through training. Like literally the only person ever showed me really anything was my sister and it was like those few chords. But I was so obsessed that I just, I had it in my hands every day. And I remember there, if there would be days that I'd go without it, my, my fingers would literally itch because I'm like, I need to play guitar. And I was just so obsessed with this medium, you know? So it was, it took a couple years, but there were some people that would, you know, like friends and stuff that I'd hang out with. They would like, hey, you should sing something. And I remember being so nervous in my voice. I, it's sometimes I wish I could hear what my voice sounded like when I first started out because I was definitely not confident. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I've never had any voice lessons. I never had guitar lessons. I just, I just didn't have that foundation. But what I did have was the heart to like learn and do whatever it took. You know, that's what I did have. And I like, I had kind of like my own unconventional like discipline. You know, I was just like so obsessed with it. I was in love with it, you know, the music. Um, I started to sing and then some people would hear my voice and they're like, man you got a good voice you got a good voice and it was just like it was just like that like along the journey throughout the years you know I'm 28 years old now but this was like when I was 16 17 like just starting to sing and not being very confident and thinking that I don't know like it might not be worth it or whatever you know whatever was going through my mind but I just I just always had an obsession with like this music and um, I would push myself to sing even if I was kind of embarrassed or not sure about it, not confident about it. So it was, I mean, my heart goes out to like everyone. So many people who along the way would just like tell me and they're like, you got a good, you got a good thing, man. Like you have a good voice, you have a gift. Um, my family was very supportive in that. And um, so I just, I kind of kept hanging on to it. And it's um, somewhere along the way, my genre, picking up the guitar switched to like the singer songwriter acoustic. Um, I, fell out of like 15, 16, 17 years old. I just didn't want to rap anymore or be a hip hop artist. And I was like, I knew, I just found this, this instrument that I was like, this is where I want to go. So yeah, um, that came about very naturally. Like the process was like so quick almost. Like it just flipped for me. And I was this entirely different artist and like had this different type of inspiration. Um, but I, I, will, I will always say that um, like, especially, an artist like Superman who has so much integrity in his art, he was like definitely like foundation and one of my very first influences as far as like being a disciplined artist. And he pushed me and it's like, I know that I wouldn't be where I am today without um, him like 
just helping me out when I was just this little kid living on a reservation and just had like these, like I wanted to be a big artist, you know, or whatever. But um, so yeah, a lot of that came naturally. And it wasn't until later in life, I think it was in my mid-teens, that I learned because I actually grew up in foster care. I lost my real parents, um, my blood parents. But someone told me that my blood father, um, a few people told me that my blood father had an incredible voice, an amazing voice. That was like the only thing I knew about him. That's the only thing I still know about him, really. But so I thought that was kind of crazy because I was like, I wonder if like that was just part of the genes that like was handed down to me, you know? Or it was, I don't know. But as far as did he do anything with it, I don't know. But so I like what me at 28 years old a young man I like I just try to represent the native people well try to represent my family well and just try to take this gifting somewhere in thanks be to the community and people like well that we have and especially in the local lander community as well as throughout Wyoming like Wyoming singer songwriters like these are platforms that are helping young artists like myself like get like this momentum that I've never felt before in my life I mean it's like fucking ridiculous like yeah damn okay i have like go for it three or four. okay um i'm gonna try to so you kind of mentioned traveling i'm curious just like timeline wise so you've kind of made this like mental shift from um being more interested in hip-hop to being more like a singer-songwriter and interested in playing the guitar um uh, up until like when Warrior was released in 2019 you said mm-hmm. how much time did that take and what did that timeline look like and then y'all also yeah. mentioned about recording in a cabin and I'm, I'm a yeah. big Bony Bear fan I don't know if y'all are I already know yeah. but like the, for Emma, the yeah. lore is like oh my god yeah, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna escape to a cabin uh-huh. like something goes wrong at work and I'm this... like fuck this I'm gonna go to a cabin <laughs> but um like yeah. do you find that do you find um yourself like mm-hmm. I guess gravitating towards one spot in particular or does Lander fit in that? I know that's a big old question. It's, but no, 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 it's not. No, I really appreciate that question actually a lot because one thing that I love to share about my story is that I've always, I've always seen myself. It's just the way that it's been. When I was 19 years old, um, I, I was living on the reservation and that's where I grew up, but I was getting in a lot of trouble. And my mom, my family, they were like, they're like, you should go do something. Like, get out, you know? Go find life somewhere. Like, do something. And I remember my mom telling me that. And I remember I had a job at that point, but I was still being a shithead outside of my job. I'm 19 years old, you know, just being a young punk. And I even went to my boss the next day, and I was like, I think I'm leaving. And my boss, like, like just was quiet, and he just looked at me. And he was like... And it was weird, because like, there was no two-week notice. There was nothing. I just knew that I had to get out of there. And it's crazy because I think he just understood, like the look in my eyes, and he was like, he was just like, "You're a young man, and you need to experience life." And he said, "You're okay to go." I literally, pretty much, jumped in a van with complete strangers and hitchhiked all the way to Alaska. So at 19 years old, I went to Alaska for, and I lived there for three years and just worked and lived. And I had my guitar with me, like a few clothes, like it was crazy, man. But since 19 years old like you know I'm 28 years old now it's like I have been I've been lived on the east coast lived on the west coast lived in the midwest you know started out in Alaska though off the reservation and I've always considered myself like a wanderer or a vagabond like I've just no matter where I've gone like I've had I've, I've always managed to have like strings with me and everywhere I go like I just I just collect stories and it's like just part of part of living is like 
And it's been some weird circumstances, too. It hasn't always been easy. It hasn't always been great. Like, my history is definitely not pretty. It's not wonderful. I've been locked up. You know, I've been... I've definitely had problems in my history. But everywhere that I've gone, I've also found beautiful people. Beautiful people. I mean, people that are, like, like pulling shit out of me, like, as, as, as far as, like, oh, these are the giftings, but, like, seeing that in other people, you know? Like, hearing their stories and people's hardships and things like that. It's been, like... It's been this, like, movie for me, man. Like, the last 10 years of just, like... Like, I've lived on the East Coast. I've lived on the West Coast. Like, I've, you know, lived in fucking Alaska, you know? All, like, on the coast up there, you know? And just, like, everywhere I've gone, just, like, I've, I've kind of, like, been so fortunate to meet so many crazy individuals and, like, hear so many beautiful stories, hard stories, meet good people, meet bad people. And it's just, like... For me, it's, like, there's... It's been the process of... It wasn't until, let's see, Warrior was released in 2019, so it's 2021 now, so two years ago. Um, I remember it wasn't up until that point that I believed that I can release my own stuff. It was like, I remember there was a lot of years where I would do, wherever I went, I usually would do open mics. That's just what I always did. That was like just my strategy. It just... And of course I was nervous, but like when I went up to Alaska in 2019, I remember there was a small coffee shop that did open mics like every week and I would just go and it was like, there's literally like two, three people every week. It was like, really. Where were you in Alaska? Homer. Okay. Yeah. It's really, it's really, you know, small town, you know, small port town, but I just remember like, do like, that was like my first exposure to like performing. So from like 2015, when I first picked up guitar, it wasn't until about 2019 that I actually like showcased or like put my material out. And I, I feel like I remember then it was like my material like wasn't that great. I think it was kind of cheesy. And, you know, I don't know, like when you first start out. Yeah. That's how it goes. That's how yeah, it right. goes. Totally so it's like, and then somebody plays your shit from five years ago and you're like, oh, <laughs> no, I'll turn it yeah. off. Cringe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually. So it's like always like, yeah, it's like always weird to remember that. But I also always, I, it's like to me, like those years are sacred still. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. those are like, like those were my steps. And those were, that was part of my foundation and I love it. It's beautiful. And there were so many people in my life at that point that I loved and definitely inspired the music everywhere I've gone. Like people who've heard my music, they're always like, man, you need to do something. But it was 2019 till, let's see, up till two years ago. So yeah, I mean, it took from 19 to 26 years old. I remember it was 25, 26. I was getting frustrated because I had written a lot of material up to that point from 19 years old like I was just writing and I had a lot of material but I didn't know how to I didn't know like where to go for like an outlet for that you know because like the industry is like you know label or you know like you know producing your own stuff could be expensive especially if you're trying to find a studio or maybe get studio time or whatever that can be tough you know um, and like especially with traveling like the way that my life was, I was kind of like just figuring out all this shit on my own. So, but there was, it was, um, I spent a few years in the Midwest in Kansas City and I had a couple of best friends that I met there. And um, we actually started a three piece band called Brother Isaac. And we, we played music together. There was myself, which I was a lead singer and acoustic guitar. And then the second man was, uh, we had a violinist. And then we had a third member, and she was, uh, she sang with me. And we were fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I say that just mm-hmm. because, like, this one girl that I worked with, she's, like, one of the best voices I ever heard in my entire life. I mean, like, 
It was very interesting. But anyways, it was kind of like this universal, like, we just met each other in Kansas City, and we started doing this thing, and we actually put an acoustic EP, which is out there. It's on Bandcamp. Okay. Um, right. It's definitely... Well, now we know where we're going after this. Yeah. It's like, we're going it's like, to Bandcamp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, think it's, I think it's Brother Isaac Music. It was like 2017 when we were like really actually like we played a lot of open mics around Kansas City and it's just where we were it's mm-hmm. where I was and we were like let's do this big deal and we only released one EP together I think it's like four songs so it was it was little things like that that definitely helped me along the way and we kind of released that we had a friend who was just like it heard our music in Kansas City he was like hey can you know I would be down to record you and so it was like okay that was like the first idea and then I think it was like my violinist friend was hanging out with us one day and uh he had an iphone i can't remember what generation it was it was after an x though i don't know if it was an iphone x or if it was later but uh it was so crazy to me because he came over and we were all hanging out at a house and you know like all the musician crew you know like whatever and we're just chilling and this guy's like hey you, you want to hear some music uh some music that i've been producing we're like, yeah, he pulls out his phone and he like plays his plays his music around. Man, this sounds really good. You know, it's like really good produced stuff. And it's like, so you know, where'd you do this? How'd you do this? And he's like, I recorded this solely through my iPhone. That's crazy. And I remember, yeah. so crazy. I remember in my little mind, we're like, like this whole thing like broke open for me. Like where technology is today, a young man like me can literally like like create an entire career in his bedroom it's just that's just where we are you know yeah. i know you guys understand that for sure <laughs> like <laughs> like in your living room you know like oh here we go so the next uh the next um my next purchase like i think a few weeks later or something like that after like he after he showed us that stuff and i talked to him because i was just so curious i'm like man like you just recorded on your iphone my next purchase i bought an iphone x and man it's crazy so uh i've released four albums and all of them have just been solely through the iphone that's so like, cool that's yeah. A, yeah that's like, so cool all of them like all of my music videos everything we're shooting is all iphone and you know it's like i don't really fucking care about apple but it's just like <laughs> it's like you know i'm not trying to like yeah. be a commercial for apple but really it's just like the idea that like if someone wants to get started on music and I fucking run into artists all the time at open mics or whatever and they're just like man like you've branded yourself so well how did you do it and I was like dude I got to fucking work in my bedroom you know like I I just taught myself how to do it this has been years of like quiet desperation you know it hasn't been just like me just like oh I fell into this singer songwriter thing like no man I've been chasing this shit for a long fucking time so um the idea for me was always especially uh, knowing my own journey and like running through what I had to run through inspiring people it's like you have an entire studio in your pocket if you want you can literally record whatever you want in a bathroom in your bedroom in your living room you know it's like wherever I am that's where I'm creating I don't necessarily it's like I don't need to be in a cabin in Wyoming Mm -hmm. but when I went there because um, right now I'm up north of Lander. I'm up in, around uh, Dubois. But it was just so funny to me because I thought that where I was like, I'm totally like Justin Vernon right now. Because yeah. <laughs> I love Bon Iver. <laughs> yeah. And Bon Iver yeah. was, uh, um, if you listen to Brother Isaac, 
music. Our first EP, it's got songs like Time Machine. I remember writing the song Time Machine. Um, I rem- I remember like being like lyrically kind of like, not necessarily trying to copy this man's style, but like being, I remember that EP being somewhat influenced by the writings of Justin Vernon because he's, he's pretty unconventional. Kind of has like his own little, little niche, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, definitely, Definitely had a couple of years where Bon Iver was a big influence. Justin Vernon himself was a big influence. And, like, I remember hearing that story about him going to a cabin. And, of course, like, where I'm at, it's like, yeah, I'm in Wyoming, man. It's like, he had his in Wisconsin. Like, mine's in Wyoming. Wyoming's fucking beautiful. Cooler. Yeah, it is cooler. So. Less cheese. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But it was crazy because so, so since that point, it was like when this person had told me, I remember couldn't believe it. I was like, there's no way you recorded that on an iPhone. There's no way, man. But technology is different. So anyways, I went out and it was, I think it was like six months to a year later. I remember being frustrated with myself because there was a lot of years where I had, I had like so many songs, so many songs and nothing was recorded. Nothing was released. People asked me all the time whenever I'd play an open mic or something like that because people sort of know me around the nation, you know, because I was just traveling all the time playing music. And people were like, man, do you have any, do you have anything online? Or, and I'm like, I kind of had this Brother Isaac thing, but that was kind of more loosely based because it wasn't, excuse me, it was more, you know, more of a collaborative efforts. It's like, and I knew that I had a lot of my own personal stuff that just wasn't being released. And this person, I feel like just like opened the, like his valve for me and just like, like just all, like everything came, came out at once. And the first thing I wrote was uh, Far From Our Homes. I remember coming up with that riff, and that, that's the, um, the track on the Warrior EP. And I first started recording that one in my bedroom. And a song for me, I can record and have done in like two days or a day. I mean, it's like I... Where you write the lyrics and then yeah, you're able to record the whole thing yeah, in a day? Yeah, it can be, yeah. Sometimes, cool. I mean, like a lot of times... Um, like I said, I had I had some songs like and ideas and stuff throughout the years where I kind of like I feel like that definitely helps with like the process of like throwing down on paper, but when it really comes down to the actual recording and distribution process, it's really quick. As far as like recording and stuff like that, it's but there's there's always that thing like you really have to have that self motivation, you know. It isn't because then there's people that come to me all the time like how do you do it? How do you do it? I'm just like I just do it. Like it's not you know it's not that hard. You know, like I, I, I went out of my way. I got myself an iPhone and I just, and like, I don't even use anything fancy. So like all the music that I'm releasing is like the cheapest way you could do it. It's crazy. You know, yeah. for me, I'm just like, that's what I want other artists to know. It's just like, that's how easy it can be. Like use your phone, GarageBand, like the first, so the Warrior EP, I didn't even have a mic. I just used the phone mic. No, so if you so listen, yeah. yeah, which is, yeah. yo, I will say, like, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. You are you are one hundred percent right, and I totally, completely co-sign it. It is like it is really apparent that you got that you have like an amazing vision, though. Mm. Yeah, that that's true. that perhaps like a lot a lot of uh, other artists wouldn't. I mean, just you just have like a very natural vision, an artistic intelligence that I mean she's Thank you. before we were, we were recording this episode you said that y'all were going to the cabin and you like instantly were like checking out the lighting I mean mm-hmm. you have to have yeah. like yeah. right it's just who he is like I haven't known him very long like I said but like it is it's just like 
part of his life. It's just how he's operating and on that level every single day. And so um, I think, like, being able to be the kind of person who just creates it, like, it just has that feedback. Now he's just like, okay, I see this. I like it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to grab the footage. I'm going to write the song. And um, it just seems like it's not... There's no pushing, which is like I studied acting and I've dabbled in lots of different arts and like I was always trying to push it and I was like, like, yeah, like getting overwhelmed with all these options. So it's been really inspiring spending time with someone who's such a minimalist in their approach and in his stuff too. Like don't own a lot of stuff and I've seen his studio and it fits in a little box that just goes under the bed. Yeah, yeah, like it it has. It's made me really take a look at like (laughs) how I approach life (laughs) like oh you could just simplify you just could (laughs) well and I mean just even sitting here listening to your story about getting started in music I mean we should also acknowledge the fact that like you've over the years have acquired such an amazing skill set by just doing doing it you know Mm -hmm. and you're like I maybe I wrote some bad songs but like here I am you know I mean like (laughs) yeah yeah. Like, yeah, you are just a multi-talented person, mm-hmm. and it's very apparent. Thank you very when much. When you, yeah, all of your stuff, mm-hmm. man. Thank the first you. time I saw you perform live, I was like, okay, what? Like, just <laughs> amazing. Yeah. You know, you so it's much. like, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and you yeah. listen to Wind River, and it's yeah, the uh, and hearing all the backstory about how you've done it is like just mind blowing to me. It's sweet because it's so That's good. And it's yeah. and it's like sonically, like all of the depth is right there too. Yeah. You know what I mean? You would never um you would never guess that that like all of this is recorded on a phone. No. It's crazy, yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It was like it was like that when I had first when the guy had first shown that to me. And I'm so grateful to that guy. I mean, but he was just he was definitely just a person along the way who like it was like this. It was the right amount of light in my window that I needed to see. Or like, okay, this is this this is totally possible because I was locked in this cage of it not being possible. And I remember I was I felt I literally felt pent up because I was like, I have stories to tell. I know this. I have good songs, and I know this. And it wasn't about me being cocky. I just knew that I was. It it is as an artist. Uh, an artist, you know, just knows when there's like that quiet desperation that lives with them. And they have to have some type of outlet, right? Like, I had that within me for those many years, you know? And it was just like, oh, my God. And when this person had shed light on this, like, like this piece of technology that I, I just knew that it was, I knew that that would be my avenue. I knew that would be my medium. And it was so crazy. Like, I literally remember recording Warrior and, like, having my, like, I didn't even have a stand for my phone. Like, just having it on a table, like, playing into it and then, like, singing into it. Like, just wherever I'm at. Like, and, I'm, and I was actually in... I was in transit while recording that album. So like I started it in St. Louis and then I was ended up in Montana, my, my, my family's house. And I re- finished the recording in I think it was like my sister's bedroom because I was just passing through. But it's just to me, it's like to be able to have that. Well, I, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't have had what I have today. Like like I have four albums now, you know, and I'm right now writing another one in recording. Like I started recording Christmas and these are for me the writing process as far as like what I want to write about the thing that I've always said about writing music writing music for me has always been about more about discovery than just trying to create something 
like I'm I just like I'll just play and, until I find a chord progression and I feel something and it's like sometimes lyrics will just like fall and I'll just like feel them I don't know like to me like when I go into this mode of like okay if I wake up and I'm like I want to write a song today or I have this vision for this album which I do and like so I'll wake up tomorrow morning and like sit at a table and just like have my guitar and I just like for me it's like a digging process it's almost like digging up earth for me like there's this there's this something that I'm trying to get to but it just takes a little bit of time and like or like a like sculpting like I'll sculpt something and it's like I don't always have a vision for what it's actually going to look like but it always comes and like the album Wind River which was just recently released October that one uh really intense um and of course you know other works uh, posthumous many feathers and warrior those were intense but more more so the recent wind river that one that one was special to me because i wrote that one in the wind river territory and like i said i've been traveling right but along the way um, my blood mother is from uh ethity area so all the years that I've been traveling, my heart has been so attracted to this territory because I've like, I've always, my mom passed away many years ago, but I always had this pool, this draw. And I remember driving through here a few years back before I actually lived here and seeing the Wind River Range and seeing the mountains and seeing the territory. And I just remember just like, I remember being emotional and just like, this is like, I remember saying to myself, this is actually where my heart belongs. And so, the very first EP that I released, which is Warrior, the song in there is called Far From Our Homes. I remember living in the Midwest, writing that song about Wyoming in Montana, like this, like the Western area. And it, it, those, that song, the lyrics are, um, the second verse is far from our homes, we lay our heads, when will we sleep, when will we rest? And it's like, that for me was like, I was writing that to my mother's homeland. Like that's, that's where I wanted to be. So when I had planted here earlier this year, something just like broke in me. And I was like, I just, I need to write this album. And I did, which is, you know, has the tracks Wallowing Bull, which is my mother's maiden name and my Northern Arapaho name. And this year has been, it's like different. Like I'm, I'm, I really, I've appreciated the journey that I've had with coming out with the four albums, but this last album, like landing back into the territory, that my heart has been drawn to for many years. Like I'm here and to be able to write the album Wind River in the Wind River territory for me was like a spiritual experience, man. Like just just took me somewhere else. And I felt like it was like a, it was like honoring my family's name, Wallowing Bull. Like honoring the, even the Northern Arapaho people and like carrying that substance, uh, which is like the Native American roots, you know, like the indigenous part of who I am. It's like, I've always been drawn to this territory. So to be able to write the songs, and even perform them in this area is like way fucking cool, you know. It's like yeah. like, mm-hmm. like representing, you know, especially um, uh, singer songwriter. There were forty nine contestants, I believe, forty nine for the singer songwriter competition. And I just I don't think I've ever been so proud to like represent my people. Like that's what that's what I felt, you know, when I was on yeah. stage, going through the semifinals, going through the prelims, and then like ending up in the final round, and then just like being on stage. And I was like, man, like. I like I I was born and raised on a reservation like you know I've been through some rough times but like to be here and like even just be sitting here with you guys like for me is a miracle because it's like there's there's 
like where I am today is like I've only been elevated because of like whatever this is it's like attached itself to me this gifting or whatever but it's like it's given me opportunity to express who I am but not only who I am but to be able to represent young native people like myself you know like I mean I'm 28 years old like and my parent, my real parents, they died pretty young too. So like for me, there was definitely a time in my life where I wasn't sure I would make it for sure. You know what I mean? There's just been through a rough patch, but a few of them. Well, I'm, I'm especially the earlier albums and like just now getting out there because it's only been a few years, you know, a couple of years. Uh, my thing is to write and portray accurately the life, you know, in times of being a young even native person you know or just a young person in general who's like gone through a lot of stuff you know like um i would say that some of my stuff isn't like super listener friendly maybe for like younger audiences but that was like always my goal is because like i'm trying to i'm for me one of my biggest things is like i want to sing songs that would reach out to people who are locked up you know what i mean yeah, yeah. like even the gangbangers like that's my thing it's like i've known life that's been rough. So it's like, you know, like for me, I don't think that there's music that always reaches out towards that demographic. I just don't think that, you know, like, sure, like there's rap, hip hop, things like that. But like, for me, it's like, I feel so honored to share stories that not everybody's willing to talk about, you know? Yeah. And so like, that's been, uh, aside from me just enjoying the music, I think that's been um, kind of got, gotten a hold of me in the last couple of years. And that started with uh, the Warrior EP. But Wind River this time being in this territory and being closer to the Native peoples, that's been a big draw. It's just like representing that because it's, you know, Wyoming is a wild territory, it just is, you know. And like, I feel like a lot of the music that I write is definitely inspired by even the land itself and not just the people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, I definitely feel that like when I'm playing and like seeing these mountains, like there's like... There's, I don't know, just this, this archaic, like, age-old feeling in the air or something, you know? And I feel like I try to carry that, like, in the sh when I play strings or whatever song I'm writing, you know? Sure. Like, there's a grit to it that I'm always trying to, like... And I feel like it's come up pretty well, you know, translated pretty well so far. So I'm just, you know, trying to continue that. So, yeah. yeah. Wyoming does have a vibe, doesn't it? Mm -hmm, we always talk about that and we're like, what is it? What is it? And I feel like yeah. you touched on a whole different part that like we haven't quite figured mm. out yet is like that mm. that like really old archaic energy that's just here because yeah. it's so wild. But we have not touched on that at all, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah, I think you completely nailed a section that we're like, how do we even begin right. to like talk about this place? Like the land is so alive. Yeah, and old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 it's weird <laughs> it's yeah. very unique yeah it yeah. is well there was a <laughs> yeah it's really interesting because like um it isn't till later in my life that uh along with the, the music journey it's been it's been like therapy for me you know what i mean a way mm. of like of course like you know the artist and like has their expression um i get emotional which i never used to get emotional <laughs> it's like it's weird but like when i sometimes when i'm writing and especially when i'm performing I'll like I'll like I'll tear up with some of the songs that I'm writing or some of the songs that I've written that I perform. It'll hit me, but then it's like that's just part of the deal of like writing music that is raw, 
Like, I mean, like, I'm, like, I see people's faces. Like, there's stories behind, like, all the music that I write. Like, for me, it isn't, a, it isn't about popularity or anything like that. It's always been about, like, expressing, like, the people that I've met, you know, remembering stories of, like, my journey, things like that, things that I've had to overcome, you know, especially through, like, um, like legal situations and things like that, you know, just, just harder times in my life. Like, there's, there's an intimacy that is, like, with, like, any audience, you know, like playing in a coffee shop, like even the the Lander Festival, that was that was fun, and I definitely got emotional on stage. But it's like almost almost anymore, like it's just almost all the time now. Like I just get emotional on stage, like <laughs> even singing like Land of Wolves because a lot of people. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that song, but like that's like very popular song from the Warrior EP, and like that one for me is like my anthem. I mean, it's just it, yeah, it's heavy for me. But I get emotional and it's just like, oh, you know, and like, mm. I get put, sometimes I get choked up, you know, but um, I always, for me, it's like, that's just the whole thing. It's like, there's, there's something that I feel like if I'm constantly witnessing like the beauty of what I'm doing as far as like this, these are the stories that I'm like relaying. If it's hitting me, there's like kind of like that intimacy that you can catch with the audience with the person with the listener yeah totally beyond just the audience of a venue it's like someone's listening through spotify and like feels this i was i was gonna ask you about your artistic journey as well you said you were in jackson and you're involved in acting yeah what yeah so uh i went decided to study theater in college because i just couldn't think of anything else to study really um i had a few well, also, teachers very good at <laughs> oh, it. thank you um and i uh ended up dropping out after a few years um because of rough personal life stuff going on as well and um i kind of i gave up on it for a while on everything artistic wise i was just like oh man it's not meant to be and um, I went back to Jackson because I just didn't really know where to go. Um, my dad had a place there, and so got to jump on that. Um, and I did start singing a little bit again and doing bar gigs and this and that. And lately, I've been a lot more solitary with my um, creativity. I sew. I've been sewing some of my own clothes, and like I just kind of like to just do everything. Right. And um, it was cool meeting him though, because. He was just like, oh, you sing? And I was like, oh, kind of. And he was like, oh, actually, you're you're good. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. you say so. Because um, when yeah. we met, yeah, I didn't know him, but I heard his music, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll go, I'll go meet him. That's, that sounds nice. Um, so it's been really fun jumping back in with him and just someone who is so, like, comfortable and confident in his own stuff. Because that, for me, has been a really big struggle, just, like, trying to make a living versus trying to nurture my creative side. And, like been so intimidated by just like the capitalism of it all and like you know every every single creative part of me you know you have someone who's like oh you need to sell it and you know and I'm like but I'm barely hanging on to it as it is you know working full-time so um yeah it's been a really fun two weeks just thinking a lot more about that stuff and when I moved back or moved to Dubois I was thinking, because um, I know a couple musicians in Lander about trying to reach out and find people to do stuff with. Um, so, yeah, I think for me it's been more of like a stubborn hanging on than anything else of like being like, no, I am an artist and I, nobody knows about it, but that's fine with me. And, you know, like, 
it, you know, that can exist and be mine and, you know, whether I end up doing anything with it or not. But it, the joy of, like, connecting with other artists is something I've missed so much. Um, and I think growing up in Wyoming, I didn't really think Wyoming was where artists can live. Like, I really thought I need to get the heck out of here and never looking back. And I think there is something that has felt really sacred to me as well about tapping into the creativity of Wyoming and like the creative souls that are drawn here. There is something really special about it because mm -hmm. it's not that you're just going to the city to go make it on your own. It's like you're coming to be part of something here yeah. and you kind of have to be or else, you know, it's like nobody cares about individuals here. Like you can't come in and be like, I'm hot shit. And like everyone's like, no, you're not. Um, <laughs> so yeah. there's something yeah. um, that I like about that where it's like no if you're an artist here it's just because you want to make art um, so yeah I, I've been very much enjoying being back in this area <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's something that we've touched on too just yeah like we've talked about that a lot <laughs> yeah. well and I think May said it the best I think she was like you choose to be here like it's hard to be here it's hard yes. to live here right yeah. like it is not you don't easy. have the amenities that like cities do right so you don't true. have the cultural so resources true. that they do you can't just like tap into an artist anywhere yeah. right right but when you do tap in here you're right like it is a very unique experience because people are like they're here to make art yes not right. to make it necessarily. and there is like a and hunger in the artistic yeah. community that when you find each other you know yeah. there's just like oh yeah and the support, <laughs> well the support too i mean like i think we've talked about that and i know that you have talked about that i think we talked about it a little oh, bit yeah. when we were at the uh, pig roast festival yeah. but mm. that it's like you know you um the support that you find here is is really strong Yes, and people are excited to have artistic talent in the small yeah. towns, you know, and like when you grow up in a small town and you can sing and like from the time you're little, everyone's like, yeah. you're the singer, you know, like, yeah. the, the, um, like the, we need artists in small towns. Yeah, it's yeah. not nowhere is worth living without them. Well, and even more so that collaboration, yeah. which I mean, there's yeah. a strong community and like that's definitely how I've made it here. I mean, it's. It would, like, I wouldn't have even known about the singer-songwriter competition without friends who were musicians, like, who encouraged me. I almost didn't do it, which is really crazy, the competition. Yeah. I almost didn't do it, but um, Adam Kirkpatrick. Adam! Uh, who is a gem. Can we just really quick pause for a second and talk about the fact that he put Fika's face on a yeah. person in a cat suit and then put all I of that around that. the internet yeah. and like posters up everywhere that so said cat lessons? Funny. That is like one of the best so pranks I've ever seen in my life. And he got calls. He, he got did. Calls. He totally did. He was like, yeah, well, come on, cat lessons. Cat what is this? It's um, it was amazing. When I came back, Adam, good job, dude. Like a few days ago, I saw that in Bake Shop, and Sarah and I were yeah. looking at that like, yeah. what is going on he with Fika? Like, literally put it everywhere. It's amazing. So good. So good. Yeah. 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 Lovely person. And yeah. It's a. It's like that. Like that type of person. Like just a. Just a. Just a beautiful being, and just so down to earth. Uh, he. I mean, just you know, speaking on community. When I first came here, like I said earlier, like my strategy wherever I went was like to hit up an open mic. The only place I had an open mic was Tony's Pizza. I didn't even know what Tony's Pizza was. I didn't know who Adam was. But I remember when I first moved here earlier this year, it was like, I I just, I can't remember if I saw an ad or something. I had to see an ad somewhere or on Facebook or whatever. But I remember even on social media, I like, I like shot out 
like just looked up anything lander or whatever and was just trying to get just trying to integrate myself and um went to open mic met adam and of course we just kind of hit it off and just great dude you know just yeah. genuine guy and just really interested in the art you know and, and just and uh just loved hearing people's stories and it's just such a um he's, he's a bridge himself i mean he's someone who's like bridging this community i feel like as far as like music goes he's definitely done that in my life here so um uh, but it was going to his open mic and him encouraging me and t- telling me about this competition because I, did, I, did, I wasn't familiar with it. I didn't know about it. This community, which is the singer-songwriter community. But again, it's like if it wasn't for someone like that and so many uh, uh, mutual friends that we had, like we all pushed each other and we all did it and like we all had a blast. And it's like that's, that's been my introduction and that's been my life in Lander. That's been my life in Wyoming is like having like these bomb ass people who are just like willing to like ride for each other and just like we're all here for each other and it would not be the same if I was here just trying to do it on my own. It just wouldn't be. Like uh, it's been like, I know that my success, especially in this year has been wholly like because of community. So I'm fucking uh, grateful for all of my homies in Lander, Wyoming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some good people, wholehearted. Yeah. Well, whole we heart. are grateful for you. Yeah. yeah, we are grateful for both y'all. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, being from Lander and growing up here mm-hmm. and seeing the evolution of Lander too, mm-hmm. and how, I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast too, where it's like, it feels like in the last five, six, seven years, there has been this evolution where Lander shows up for yeah. its artists you know right. yes and, and people are like really trying to get wheels turning on not even just art but i mean you think of uh, um i mean i think of like lander bread share or things like yeah. that and then yeah. people in the community want to I pitch mean, that's in art in and of itself yeah Making it's totally, is art. Yeah. It's totally oh, art. Yeah. Is art it's like <laughs> That's yeah. eeks to me. Okay? Yeah. And it's beautiful. <laughs> it's a craft. I'm gonna, get emo- I'm gonna get emotional actually. But it's true. I mean it yeah. God. It's showing up in a lot of different ways for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, Good job, Lander. Well Yay, there is okay, so uh, one thing that I always want to point out is uh, three musicians placed like finalists. From Lander this year, singer songwriter mm-hmm. competition. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking high ass percentage. Yeah, well, and I mean, Robbie won. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. And then played. I think it was 2019. 2019. I yeah, I can't yeah. remember because they didn't do one in 2020, or maybe they did. I, I cannot don't think they remember. Did it. it was 2019. I think it was 2019. But I know Robbie won, and Quinn also has placed as well. My dude. Yeah. There's my a dude. lot. Of yeah, there's a lot of Lander Quinn's, people. Yeah. Consistently. My guy. I mean, That's like, it's awesome. It's like. Yeah. We're like strong community. Like, I'm, I'm talking about like, yeah. like 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 yeah. like athleticism in the music industry right now. Fucking Lander Slay. Right. Yeah. It's like it's for true. the gay community. Whoa, whoa, like yeah. I've been so happy to see Lander just becoming this safer place. Like yeah. absolutely. Yeah. For awesome. different kinds of people. Yeah. 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 In a place like Wyoming, for sure. That's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. you brought up what Robbie. I needed. <laughs> oh, you just yeah. went on tour with Robbie. Yeah. No? Yeah. yeah. We yeah, love sweet. Robbie. Yeah, it was okay. No, it's... <laughs> They're not talking anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie is like... Robbie's one of my best friends, and he's one of the coolest he is, guys. He really is, though. And Robbie, he's... we adore you. You're making him yeah, blush. Stop. Well, well, it was really interesting because 
Um, I, I met him like a week before the competition and since the competition, you know, like obviously we've collaborated and we've been, you know, we were able to go on tour, like a mini tour together, doing shows together. It's been a blast. And, but that, just knowing the person himself, he's like, um, I would say that he definitely is kind of taking me under his wing and because he's, you know, he's been at the top before me. So like one of the things that I'll always remember that he shared with me in this year after winning was like, he's like, just remember it's about the long game, you know? Like that's most important is for you to like keep, keep that, uh, that vision, you know, like that's important. Like, you know, like, like revel in this, but like carry this with you and like stay disciplined, which is like, I think, especially when you're, when you're jumping in the industry and like, if you're a young person, you're, you're not exactly sure how to navigate having someone like Robbie, who's been in it, and been doing it like he really is taking kind of taking me under his wing and just shared a lot of his wisdom and like been totally like an older brother to me and uh it's been really really cool and of course going on a mini tour with him total blast i mean it, just our chemistry i think like as far as like us backing each other up on stage or just whatever um i fucking love his music and i, I support him and i love his support i mean he's been very supportive of all the music yeah, I know he's got a lot of things in the works himself, um, and I'm really looking forward to like seeing more of his stuff out there too. Uh, that's one thing we've always had a conversation about because I've been pretty savvy with like social media and platforms like that, where like I am branding myself and pushing that forward, and I want to see more of that from Rob. So we've kind of we've definitely been in talks as far as collaboration beyond the stage too. But um, it's cool to have someone with that much influence. He's a beautiful person. He really, really cool. Is. Have we said his full name or is everyone just supposed to know? <laughs> Robbie. Everyone knows. Right? <laughs> everyone knows. Robbie Wyman. Rob Wyman. Rob, Rob Wyman. Wyman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rob Wyman. We love you, man. Jim Culver also. I was just thinking he was another one that placed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jim mm-hmm. Culver. Yeah. There's, Tell me what. What is that? Five people? It's five yeah. people? Dang. It's pretty awesome. The Mecca. Seriously. It is. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, it's kind of like, you know, like Wyoming, the state itself is like kind of far from in between. It's like in landed, like to have that much placement. It's like. Yeah, I think it's just people are gravitating hammer. artists to Lander. Must be. a lot of talent here. <laughs> there is. It's what it is. There it is, is what it is. And I'm not sorry about it. And like, it, well, like you guys said, it's, it's well beyond the music industry, but yeah. the music industry is definitely a sign of that, though. Yeah. I mean, it's like. And definitely a lot of support in the community just being out and about. I mean, like, like walking around, you know, like Safeway or whatever, you know, just just, just saying <laughs> yeah. in general, like going out and just like, um, especially since winning, like people like just reaching out to me and like, hey, man, you know, like da da da, just like saying whatever. It's like, that's been really fucking encouraging. And it's like, oh, man, like, cool. Like, there's a, it, like, the community we do live in is like, it's tight knit and just love the support. It's fucking cool. I was definitely going to ask about the album. Do you want to save that Both for last? I want you to ask no. the smell question. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I ask this to everyone. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite Lander smell? <laughs> oh, that's, that's an one. interesting question. You go first. Favorite Lander Wyoming smell. I mean, like I grew up in Riverdale. I'm not supposed to like Lander, okay? Like, don't tell me. <laughs> <that>. Just kidding. <laughs> Anyone. Cut that part <laughs> so you're saying you like Lander so as I'm a Riverton person. I'm oh. saying that I am a traitor. And gosh, smell though. Like I feel like all I can think of is from when I was a kid. That's fine too. The the wild Irish bakery bread. 
That's what yes. I'm smelling. That's what I'm smelling right now. Yes. Yeah. Great smell. Thank you. <laughs> Joe worked there. I think Dang. you made bagels. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a... Uh, I think so. We would... Wildflower's like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wildflower Bakery. It's very nostalgic. So nostalgic. Yes. Oh, Leonard, this is a great question. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shoot. Um, maybe the Lander City Park when they had the big rust. That Ooh. was a good. I mean, that whole, I mean, the whole really park was like, I was blown that I had that I missed the pig roast. Oh, it was roast. fun. Oh, man. Did they have wow, like ten? Messed up. They yeah. like ten pigs. Or something yeah, it was ten pigs. Like yeah. big and by pigs. Like, and by like seven thirty, it was gone. Whoa, yeah. that's a yeah. yeehaw right there. I had yeah. like four plates that day. Yeah. In like four hours. Why would you not? Why would In like you four. Not? Seriously, like full plates. And just I was just pork. Like, well, was it was fun. Food. How were the meat sweats that night? <laughs> so sweaty. So moist. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> oh, that was not <laughs> your favorite smell. Wake up with the meat sweats. It was oh, my God. <laughs> Two in the morning, just re- oh. no, but not regretting because it was a good Not regretting, but you definitely wake up and you're like, ugh. <laughs> this is sweaty. But this what about, what about, how about that lineup though, too? Oh, I mean, that there was, was like, fun. There was like yeah. 15 artists that day or I something. I know, it was crazy. Yeah. That was the pig rolls? What? Yeah. I didn't even know that. I Actually, just, we played right had, next to each other. That's right. Oh, my God. They had bands play from. Or they had artists, bands play from 11 a.m. till like 10 o'clock. I think wow. so. That's yeah. so cool. Full blown Mosey played. Day. That yeah. was fun. I've never All seen them day. play. Full blown Mosey. Yeah. Is sweet. It was fun. It was full blown Mosey and then Push Root and then Christian. Me and then yeah. it was Eternal Reality or something. Yeah. Like the metal band. The metal band. Ooh. It was fun. Dang. I opened oh. like my sad songs, emo songs, opened up for a metal band. <laughs> I love that. that was perfect. It was, it was a great yes. transition. Oh, yeah, and Quinn played before Full Blood Mosey. Yeah. It was Dang. fun, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't there either. I solidarity. Feel very bummed. Right. <laughs> that's right. Second annual. That's right. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Second annual. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's talks that be bigger. I don't know. Just like always going for bigger and better. So I'm yeah. looking forward to it. For sure. Yeah. 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 Bigger meat sweats this time. Bigger Lemon meat cakes. sweats. That's right. <laughs> okay. We're really going for it. Last thing, I want to hear. Um, can you tell our listeners anything about the album that you're working on now? When we can expect it? What it's going to sound like versus Wind River? Yeah, so um, I would say it's it's kind of like the idea is releasing uh, more a little towards spring, but which is very soon for an album. I mean, I just started writing Christmas Day, or started recording. Sorry, probably I'm shooting for March or April. So by the time my our listeners get this, yeah, like you, they'll have the album. Yeah, Word. yeah. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I really do. And there are actually probably so the idea when that comes out is doing another album release party, yes. like like Earth. inviting all of Lander, of course, and just like doing it big. I mean, especially yeah. springtime, people are like gonna be pent up from winter. It's like fuck, we need to do something. You yeah, know? I will literally like at that time. I'm like, I don't. Even, it's warm outside. It's 35. Like it's 35. I will stand outside yeah. to party. <gasps> I got my moo moo on. Yeah. I got yeah. like, my slippers. <laughs> I put on my t- <laughs> this okay exactly <laughs> so the so uh as far as albums go what i've released is it's been so far the discography is four albums right now and they're typically like four or five songs right that's that's usually what i'm shooting for so that's kind of what i'm going with right now i don't necessarily have um a title for the album yet but it'll probably be like a, another four or five acoustic ep and similar to the wind river sound sonically there's just kind of like 
there's still like a grit that I have that hasn't been, I feel like, fully tapped into yet. So I'm kind of like exploring some areas as well as the one of the bigger elements of this is shooting this music video with Fia. Uh, this video is very, um, it's unlike anything I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a direction that is actually influencing my ideas around the album. So there's definitely a grit to it as far as like uh, like the Warrior EP, the Many Feathers EP, and the Wind River. It's pretty, they're, they're pretty gritty, you know? Um, like more of like a Western grit type feel. And I, I, I like, I just kind of always gravitate towards that. There's just, th- that kind of just sits within me. But with this video, it's, it's more of an emotional kind of dealing with love type grief. Yeah, so I've been releasing uh, an acoustic album like, well, tw- twice a year. So like I might shoot for something like this spring and then when that, when that releases, I'm usually like, all right, let's get started and, you know, throw something on the fall. It's just like kind of, that's been what it's been for me. Sure. So, cool. so that is cool. going to be fun. Mm-hmm. So excited. Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. when I saw you on TikTok the other day, I was like, oh, oh. I seriously was just like, I can't even. Yeah. I was so excited to see you two together. I was like, this is going to be insane. Yeah. Yeah. We like, we like stumbled <laughs> into each other. We really yeah. did. We and did. Then it's, then it's been like, we just, we just, um, we just clicked so well. Yeah. And as far as like when I heard her sing, um, I was like, for me, I haven't really had a partner who I've collaborated with. It's like just yeah. in, in any of the music. So it's like when I heard her sing and when she had shared history and been seeing some stuff, because uh, she showed me some of her older works as far as like like acting and things like that. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I just was just like, my mind went racing. And I was like, we have to do music video. And we, you know, we need to collaborate. So it's, I would say that it is an entirely different process with this next album because I've never had anybody like, like really to collaborate with. And Fia is a wonderful artist herself. So I'm really excited. Me too. Okay, tell Same. us, um, before we wrap up, tell us where people can find you both. What platforms can they find you on? Where can they find your yep. music? So um, my thing is uh, you can find me on Instagram at Christian Wallowing Bull. You can find me on TikTok, Christian Wallowing Bull. And all of the music is on all major streaming services, all the platforms, which is Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. Yeah, my social media is uh, pretty neglected and very random. Um, And I did accidentally post a video of my dog uh, humping the shit out of her uh, sloth toy um, on Christmas Day. So you can enjoy that. Uh, My Instagram handle is The Void with Fia. Fia is F-I-A-D-H. I'm on TikTok and uh, it's uh, Auntie Fia. And then I'm on Facebook a lot because I am a 28-year-old boomer. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of, you know, cool people on there. So, Fia Vincent on Facebook. Add me. I dare you. Sweet. I mean, we're all on That's just the, the elder millennial situation. I refuse to give it up. I yeah. love it. I'm like, so don't don't feel bad. No, no, we're no. All I there mean, still. I'm blushing, but like, I'm going to get through it. It's okay. I mean... MySpace, all right? Oh, shit. Yeah. I started on MySpace. I'm talking about a great music place. I know. 
bring it back. My space. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you both for Wonderful. being here. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yep. This was a pleasure. Very fun. We're very yeah. excited to hear what's next. Yeah. We're very excited to you. I'm, I'm excited to see you all around in the summertime. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, of course. Let's go have fun. Of course. Let's do Let's it. Dance. Cool. All right. Cool. This is Jordan. This is Amara. This is Deerlander. We'll talk to you later. It's good to be packed. <laughs>